And now, Kyle and Steven present another episode of the Go F*** Yourself podcast. Um, it's Fix. Really? Well, that's embarrassing. The Go Fix Yourself podcast. Welcome to the Go Fix Yourself podcast, the podcast where we are just trying to fix what we don't fucking know. Oh, I did that. An F word right in the beginning. Right in the dude. beginning. Oh, my God. Sorry, kids. <laughs> Sorry, kids. Turn it off. <laughs> yeah. People just switched it off. Um, well, I am your co-host, Stephen, and sitting to my left, as always, is the just salmon sweatshirt wearing, um, birdie juice sipping, tan hat wearing... Kyle Redding. Thank you so much. Uh, I made the mistake of purchasing the sweater. You like how I said salmon? I didn't say like pink. And when I bought it, I put it on right after a round of golf and you could not see where it started with my face (laughs) or with my hands. It just, I was one color, I was one salmon colored person. Yeah. And so, you know, it's good to be back in front of the podcast studio and just be here with all of our new friends. Yeah. And we are super excited about this episode. We are. This is one that's kind of, uh, it got rescheduled. It did, and, and that's I, good. That was that was also that was on us. Usually, well, we, yes, but yeah. You, lately, we've been been like, oh, you know, it's just summer and things fucking Stuff happen comes up. and shit happens, and uh, and so basically, I think it was like you had a birthday party or I had a birthday party or something like that. So we were scheduled. Well, we got to get our story straight. I don't okay? remember. Like somebody, I don't remember what it was. <laughs> anyway, we're excited because today we're fixing our knowledge on a lot of things. It's 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 not just one thing. Now, I think the overlying theme will be like rap. But I think there's so much more to what our guests do with their music that I think is so much more interesting. Um, So we'll be fixing our knowledge on a lot of things today. But without further ado, let's introduce our guests. Uh, Welcome to the podcast, Brother Buffalo. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Since you dropped the F-bomb, I'm going to say, what's fucking up, boys? (laughs) Yeah. Get it out there. There we go. I know. A lot of people, I guess we should have told you before, like swearing swearing is okay. (laughs) Well, you started talking about your parents and how we were going to do something. And And they love it. Well, I was thinking it was going to go in the direction of, (laughs) so if you could like tone down the cuss words, but you were playing us a little bit because we were talking about it in the car. fucking cool. Like, no, we've seen all the clips and... Right, everybody's dropping f bombs. Yeah, and all that I, stuff. I th- in the beginning when we first started the podcast, mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh man, like mom and dad, they're listening to this podcast," and like, so I was like, "I needed to tone it down." Dial and it. I have a, I, I mean, like I said, you know, multiple swear words already into this podcast, and like, they're so. Proud. I was like, you know what? I can't. I'm not going <laughs> to censor myself. I'm not going to censor myself right. for them. I was like, I'm sorry. I'm going to be myself. And so I think it was like four episodes in, we were just like. Let's, that's when we let's had to, put the E. Yeah, we had to put, put the, the E in the podcast because it was like, you know, this guy over here is really ruining it for everybody. Because <laughs> yeah. Kyle doesn't swear. I, I never say much. He'll he'll, <laughs> he'll he'll allude to it. He'll be like, oh, you f- yeah. Like he'll, he'll like start to it, say it and you can picture it in your brain. But it's almost like you're, you're saying it with even more emotion and feel. Exactly. You know, it's yeah. more creativity chooses, in my opinion. He chooses. Yeah. Um, it's my Christian upbringing. You know, yeah. I just never <laughs> got over it. Yeah. 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 
that is the thing. Um, yeah, so we're we're still we're still dealing with a lot of Christian things that we still are holding on to, but uh, don't need to get into that because <laughs> that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, to unpack for just the beginning. Um, okay, so Brother Buffalo, um, let's do this really quick. So, like you said, my parents listen to this podcast. Yeah, uh, they don't know who we know. They don't know what's going on in Anchorage. They used to live up here. Now they live in New York, and so it's like, tell them who you are in a nutshell. Give them your names and then basically what you guys do right now. Okay. Meet my parents. Right. Yeah. Like, we're, all right. Actually, this is like a first date. We're going to, we're going to go on a date. Yeah. This is like first date. <laughs> yeah. this is, we're going on a double date. Yeah. All right. So Sell you, them. you yeah. have to go to my parents and, and tell them why you want to date us. <laughs> us. Plural. Yeah. 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 Interesting. It's quite um, the dynamic. Rick and, Rick and Carol are their names. Let me too. just say, hello, Rick and Carol. It's wonderful to meet you. Um, we really appreciate your time, taking your time out of your day to let a, li- listen to us say fuck and shit. <laughs> um, but we're talking about our funny little songs. Our funny little songs. I'm I'm Jake. Uh, I'm Garrett, and together we are Brother Buffalo. We're um we're indigenous rappers. I'd like to call us city natives that have you know we've gotten deeper into our culture and and we also rap. And that started at a young age, but, um, we have a really good time with what we're doing and we really like to share who we are and where we come from and the people that have come before us and put it kind of into music. And some of our songs, you're going to, you probably turn them off. It's a lot of cussing. There's a lot more cussing in some of them. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you just got to turn up, you know, you my parents, have a bit of fun. my parents don't even listen to like my, my music. Cause it's like too heavy for them. So it's like they 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 only listen to like Christian like worship music on like K K Love. We or should something. send them a couple songs. Yeah, just to, yeah. We'll we'll make a playlist. Yeah, yeah, Spotify yeah, playlist. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Um, uh, we're just honest young boys trying to make it out the city. Hell yeah, but I like it. Yeah, we're just having fun out here, and it's been nice to be able to share it with the community and be able to share where we're from and and where we come from. And yeah, it's just been really cool to, to see the feedback. We'd love to date these boys. Yes, yeah. I was going <laughs> to say. So to bring it back, yeah. I, gonna, well, I am flattered. <laughs> you know, I can't speak for my parents, but yeah. I think you got it. I got I think I, you're in. I got to call my wife and tell her I've <laughs> kind of sorry, honey. Yeah. Entertaining something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought. Um, we were safe, but we're not. <laughs> no, we we are stoked to have you guys on. We, you know, like Kyle said, we've been ha- trying to have you guys on for a while. Um, I think one of the first times I saw you guys, man, it, it was it sundown last year. I think it was before sundown last year. Um, and I don't know what it is. It's just like I first off, I didn't realize you guys were both brothers. Like I didn't realize the actual brother in the name was actually like an actual thing. Um, and so I was just like, Oh, they got a good vibe, dude. They're like, you're in sync. You guys do that, you know, going back and forth on the stage. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, I don't know, like whenever I'm performing, it's like we run into each other. Like we can't get in sync, but you guys are like, boom, Back and forth, back and forth. And I was like, man, these guys are in sync. They're in fucking vibe. I swear to God, I can feel them behind me. That's I funny. I know. It really is like a second nature thing. And you don't you just like, like touch them on the yeah, shoulder. I start, I start yeah. moving this way and he just moves. <laughs> just the wind. Yeah. Um, no, fluid. I was, I, I was immediately kind of like drawn into what you guys were doing. And then when I learned more about what you were doing, I was like, oh shit. Yeah, dudes, I love this. So let's take it back. Um, you know, you introduced yourself to my parents. We're going to go steady. Um, how did you guys get into rap? What was that? You know, 
specifically too, like you, you both are doing it. Like usually like, you know, me and my brother, we were like, oh, I'm doing this and you're doing this. And then maybe once in a while it can collide. But like, how did you guys both choose? Well, so, so we're six years apart. Um, Who's I'm, older? I'm older. Oh. And uh, don't look we, we're both shaved. Don't look we, we, we I know. Yo, speaking you of like, him last week, not he talking like he and communicating, 30. we both shaved yesterday. We <laughs> For this podcast. No, we didn't even talk about it, but yeah. it just... In sync, always love it. Yeah. You guys are like twins, but not but, twins. Yeah. You, know, you have the that intuition telepathy. that you guys have. Yeah, jeez, yeah. telepathy, uh, Kyle and I do not have that. Yeah. we both did not shave <laughs> yeah. yesterday. Yeah. So uh, clearly, big. Well, yeah. not up here. Yeah, uh, no. but uh, no. <laughs> it started. It started way back for us. Like uh, I was into hip hop, like just at a young age, growing up. Just kind of the friends I was hanging out with. And mom would be in the grocery store and we'd be chilling in the car, no keys or anything. So it's like, all right, Jake, I'm going to freestyle you a line. Say something back to me that, oh, that rhymes cool. with it. Mm. How, as a little how kid, old were you like, guys? Oh, probably like 12 and 6 or maybe yeah. maybe oh. like 14 and 8. Like, you were already on a path. And, and yeah, we didn't like didn't have it planned out or anything. Yeah. Like, Say the F word, Jake. Come on. <laughs> you can do it. <laughs> what rhymes with duck? Go. You go. Come on. <laughs> oh, there's definitely I bet there one. was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah on the, on the, uh, the chairlift to Hilltop, same thing. It's like, just whenever we were like, you know, needed to pass some time, it's like, all right, let's like freestyle a little bit, which is kind of funny because nowadays I hate to freestyle. And that's like, it was always me throwing the first oh, bar out. So I was like, I don't know. That's like it's a funny wraparound. It but, what was like the themes like when you were that old? Like, do you have memories of like what you were? Nah. Would you have just random things you would see kind oh, of yeah, ideas? Whatever was going around. Whatever. Like was, I feel like there was like a, like, or like a, you'd like say like, oh, like we're going to, this is like the Snoop Dogg song that I've been fucking with lately. And then you'd like, maybe like say a little bit, I can like see myself on the chairlift with you. And then it's like, all right, let's kind of like take that. And then yeah. you spit a couple of things and I spit a couple of things. And it was like, I did like, you remembered that like way I don't know. I feel like it was like three or four years ago. We like started talking about all this stuff again when we were doing mm -hmm. podcasts and like mm -hmm. talking to folks and he brought that up and it was like, it just like resurfaced this memory. I was like, holy shit, we were doing that. Like, it was funny because we I feel like young as fuck. I don't remember a lot of like what we were rapping about, but then once I said that, you're like, oh yeah, we had like this going on. And it was like, you bring up bring these out, little yeah, memories, like, bro. It's crazy. <laughs> I love that. Uh, nice. I've been like on this path of like looking back uh, at my life as a kid and i'm like holy shit i forgot that memory like it's funny how you're like oh that's so fuzzy and warm and i like right i've been like writing them down more and more i'm just like being like man that makes me feel damn good right so i need to write yeah. that shit down um so you guys were like getting into rap really young um and what was it that kind of like you know propelled you forward was it you know just like how did you get into recording and then also going live? Because that takes um, a lot of balls. Yeah. I, I can definitely say from, from my side, when we first started recording, he had, he had been, had a booth in his house. And yeah, we, his, we took oh. a big old break though. Like it was, I didn't have a booth in my house till I had my own house at like 22, I think, or something like that, where we had, I just had my own space where I could go record and right. go to a studio or anything like that. Like I was still pretty self-conscious about the raps I was writing and everything. And, it was it was a very slow process at first, but then you were off at school. Yeah, I was I was off at school, but before when when it really started, it was a it was a summer, and it was before I was transferring schools. I was playing ball at some JUCOs and stuff like that, and I was I was coming back for the summer, and I really wasn't sure what I was gonna do, and I was like kind of in a crazy headspace. Like I was I was going to the doctor for it. I was trying to figure out like what I was. I was just like kind of losing it a little bit and, and what I should do and what direction I should take. And 
it was just kind of, and I've always been kind of an anxious kid and, and just kind of dealing with that stuff. And I went over to his crib one time and I was just like, kind of just aired out. I hadn't really talked to a whole bunch of people and I just, I aired out to him really kind of what was really going on. And we like kind of sat there for a little bit and he's like, yo, like I've got the studio, like I've got a couple things, like you should, let's just listen to some stuff and maybe write some stuff down. And I remember walking out of there that day with a song done. And it was like, I didn't know what that meant. I didn't know what we were doing, but it's like, I, like we rhymed all these bars. I didn't know how many I was counting. I didn't know what I was doing. And it was just like, let's just let, like download that. Like, let me, I want to, I want to hear that stuff. <laughs> yeah. It was yeah. like from then on, like I went and I left and I went to California and we were still sending stuff back and forth. And that's where we started like put, putting stuff on like SoundCloud and, and just like playing with that. But I was like, 2018, 2019 or something no, like I that. I think that was like 2017. Damn. Yeah, okay. you're right. You're right, 2017. Yeah, we got yeah. like some, a lot of singles out there on SoundCloud. You could probably still He's go find. He's got some crazy singles. Yeah, not even, oh. bro. We both like, Tommy? <laughs> so you guys have really only been like kind of putting out stuff now I for hear six. I Tommy. Hold on. What's six years. Tommy? Yeah. Is that a person or that? a song? Oh, it's a, it's song. a song. It's a song? It's on SoundCloud. Yeah. Is it about Tommy? Um, No. It's about It's Tom. about Tommy. It's about Tommy. It's about Tommy. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> I'll look it now up. We we'll, gotta, we'll look it up later. Oh, I've been Tommy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was doing a whole different flow. We were just we were trying stuff out, and <laughs> or maybe I should look the it gang. Up right now. Yeah, we yeah. we can but play it. It's funny because like I have the same type of songs where it's like some of my first songs that I wrote that I hate and like I definitely am never going back to listen to, but like I've I still bump Tommy to this day in my well, car, and that's that shit was probably made in 2016, 2017, I think. All right. So you guys have been putting out stuff for. Just six years, then re really like uploading stuff to the internet because I mean, yeah. the way you guys talk about it, I mean, like you guys have been doing this for I didn't. You, did you guys say how old you are currently? Uh, no, I guess I'm 32, 32, I'm 25. Yeah, so I mean, for a couple decades now, you've been doing this and then you're putting out stuff. Did you have any stuff before you uh like recorded? And put it on SoundCloud, like some there's tapes, a, yeah, some mixtapes. There's always a few like he's recordings. Got a, he's got a single like I remember that. him and his buddy. Shout out to Shofal. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. A there's, a, there's a couple tapes, like some like MacBook recordings, or like sure. literally recording into the laptop, like sitting in cars, parking lot, just <laughs> with so the, just the, the laptop right into mic, the... not even a laptop mic. You know how they have the built-in one. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah so was, that's like, how I got into music yeah. production yeah. too. Crease of that thing, just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just put some pillows around your head, kind of thing. Yeah. Man, in your sweater, fuck them. But yeah. Uh, yeah. I remember my parents got uh, my family a MacBook, or like our first MacBook, and it was like GarageBand, and we were doing the exact same thing. Like I would like make a beat, and then my buddy who loved to rap would come over, and then <laughs> I I remember because he was like, I don't want you in here when I'm recording, right. and so but I remember I'm like the mic is like under the computer, it's right here, and so like I peeked in on him, and he's like down here like <laughs> spitting his bars, <laughs> like trying, <laughs> and we're like a kid. We're just kids, man. And I think, oh man, it was gnarly. But I, I don't even know if I still have that track. Those are like Funny. great memories though. When you first figure out that like you can record yourself like yeah. doing stuff and then you know that like it's can live forever. I mean, I remember like I learned guitar and the first thing I did was I'd record all the time at night and my parents would be sleeping. I'm like, how can I do this as quietly as possible? And I didn't had no software. So I'd open up the... Um, was it on a PC? Just the audio recording where you do like voice notes, and I had a a mic for like doing audio. Yeah, and I took my little Marshall amp that was this big, and I shoved it up there, and I turned <laughs> yeah. the volume down to like two, yeah. like, trying to record like riffs, and then I'd be like, 
doesn't sound too bad, right. uh, if I might say so myself. So, right. yeah, it's a li- you do a little ghetto recording at at the beginning, oh, and yeah. so you obviously got much better at it. I mean, to get some sort of studio in your place. I mean, you got obsessed with that. I'm assuming. Yeah, I mean, it's nowadays it's not too hard to have a studio right. in your place. You know, it's like yeah, nowadays five hundred bucks. What's your like daw? What's your daw? <laughs> he was with uh, some other dogs. We got a little uh, Apollo over there. Um, oh, we uh, we got a road mic. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, All right. Yeah, I think that's probably about yeah, it. Each got an Apollo and a road mic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you guys I do it with my shit to Mexico. Yeah. Uh, Had it on the and then time. you can just like record it while you're there. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, I like love that. The first, probably, well, like all of our albums, really, like Jake was living out in Girdwood. So he was record out there, and then I recorded my spot in Anchorage, and then we just send it back and forth like we were still doing before. Oh, oh yeah. nice. We've always kind of been able to nice do tool. it. Yeah. To be able to do it when we're separate. So it's like yeah. somebody's going out and traveling. As long as you have your mic and your setup, you're good to go. Like, let's, let's rock. And now, a word from our sponsors. Oh, hey, Kyle. What's up? I've been meaning to ask you, what is your first thought in the morning? Uh, Why am I here? What's the meaning of life? A lot deeper than I was expecting. It's not my standard thing. My first thought is, where's the coffee? (laughs) Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's my second thought, usually. Yeah, sure. Well, what are you drinking when you get up? Well, I kind of go into the pantry. I do a little blind draw on the crap coffee we have sitting in there. And honestly, it doesn't taste so good. Wait, you're telling me that you don't have Kalati Brothers coffee every morning? Mm, I, uh, to be honest, I'm not. You know what I mean when I say Kalati Brothers coffee, right? Yeah, I'm familiar. Okay, good. Kalati makes the best coffee in the world, as far as I'm concerned. Their flagship coffee blend, the Red Goat, is my go-to. The second one I go to is the Italian blend. Me and Alicia, we have a cup every morning, either made by a nice French press or a Chemex pour-over. Literally, I cannot go a day without this coffee. Okay, well, where can I get this then? Try it out. Okay, so head over to Kaladi.com and just add a bunch of their blends into the cart, like Red Goat or like the Italian blend. At checkout, make sure to put in the code GOFIXYOURSELF and you'll get a 10% off anything on the site except for the subscription. You know what? I'm absolutely going to go do that right now and start tasting Kaladi each and every morning. Good man. And the, the best, best part of waking up is Kaladi's in your cup. Do <laughs> like throw some auto tune on that? You know what I like to do every summer? Ooh, I know this one. You try to get thin, and you try to fit into that speedo that you had back in high school. Close, very close, actually. I, I know. Uh, I like to get the old vehicle a good detailing since it's usually filthy after the winters here in Alaska. Okay, actually, I, I'm right there with you. That is one of my pet peeves: is having a dirty car. Yeah, I've been going over to BMW to get the gold detail. It's only two hundred ninety nine dollars, and you get it done by Alaska's number one choice for luxury vehicles. Okay, hold up though. When did you get a Beamer? Well, that's the thing. Not only do they detail BMW and Mini, but they detail all makes and models. Oh, yeah. They've won BMW's prestigious Center of Excellence Award six times. Well, that's six more times than I have. What's even more awesome is that I've been in the market for a new car, and I've been talking to Phyllis Halverson over there. Have you? Yeah, she knows her stuff. She's been selling cars at that location for over 30 years. Okay, wow. All right, you had me sold. I'm sold too. For listeners, you can snag the $299 gold detail for $199 just by mentioning the podcast when you make your appointment. All right, back to the episode. You guys both live in Anchorage now? Um, 
Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I will be soon. <laughs> I, I, me and my, me and Dude, my gal, we've just been, we've been moving around. We were in Mexico, and then we were in Florida and Oregon for a little bit. Oh Oregon, man, maybe a nomad. Just and then we, and then we traveling. came up here for the tour. So I've just like we've just been moving around, shaking. Okay, like all right, now, like literally the last couple of days, it's like all right. What are we gonna do for the next couple of months? Like we gotta <laughs> we gotta hone in here a little bit, and we've got some things in the some in stuff the works. In the fire, yeah. We're, All right, we're doing the thing. Well, we'll get into that. Yeah. Um, I'm excited. I couldn't find you guys on SoundCloud. I'm like over here on my phone. I'm not Dude. texting anybody. Dude, okay, it's not so under brother Buffalo. It goes deeper than that. that. Uh, we can go, we can go, well, yeah. yeah, and actually, it's a good because some of our first songs. I'm gonna take it back all the way to Kyler. Dude, run it. Because uh, oh yeah, because that was some of the first songs that I made was for our middle brother Kyler, um, and he's actually the reason uh, that we call ourselves Brother Buffalo. Um, he was born with special needs. We're all three years apart, so he was. Oh yeah, I guess that makes. He's sense. the middle in the yeah, middle. Yeah, all three. Yeah. Um, but uh, he was born with special needs um, and passed away in 2011. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was, I mean, we. Jake was still pretty young. I mean, I was still like, I think 21 at the time or 22. So like still pretty in like in our formative years. And um, we hadn't even started making music yet either. Not at all. I was in middle school and shit. Um, and I, I dropped a couple songs, just like one for his birthday when he was still with us. And it was kind of just like a celebration of him. And then one after he passed. Um, and it was, it felt nice. Like it felt like it wasn't. The whole family absolutely fucking loved it. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, like, it's like a gift. Just, That's it awesome. So yeah, Nobody, like I didn't see it coming. Uh, and it's like my mom will still play that for for new folks, new people. Yeah, it's just it's it's crazy. It's a, oh, it's a super that. like special ode to Kyler. But that was kind of the first thing that was like if it, it felt right making music and making something for him. It wasn't hard. I'd always like wrote music and tried to like force something or like you know write something yeah. sick. And it's like it's I don't know sometimes it's just not there. But it, like writing the song for him both times just felt so easy and so natural. And it was like uh, I don't know something feels right about this. And then when when we started making music together. We started talking about him and, and including him more in our songs, um, but we wanted to include him in in a way that was more representative. And when we we're coming up with the name, because uh, that's where it goes back to SoundCloud, uh, we started out going by Grandpa G or Grandpa Garrett and just Jake, and those nice. were two individual mm-hmm. names. And that's where you'll find stuff on SoundCloud under. Hell yeah! <laughs> but um, okay, I'll be. Like, we, I'm, we I'm looking a, a group name because that doesn't go well on right, right. and doesn't yeah. roll off the tongue really, and. Um, so we were thinking. They look for a like while. shit on Apple Music. Oh, that. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> do you make it all one word? Grandpa like, G. What do you make? Capital is terrible. Yeah. Who's underscore? Like yeah. Underscore. Who's the yeah. feature who's first? Who's 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 second? second? Like really, it was so stupid. <laughs> so I was like, all right, we got to come up with like one name for, for us because that's like, like we had a couple singles when we started, but like we're dropping music now, um, and it was like uh, Buffalo was our most popular song. Uh, I think that we had out at the time and it was like we need something brother related or something like that and it's like Buffalo Brothers and us too like just it just ends right like yeah it ends right um and we finally settled on Brother Buffalo because it's for Kyler he is the brother buffalo that can't be with us so he's right. up on stage with us every time representing him and it's I don't three know. brothers one stage you don't, don't understand, understand. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And I feel like that's got like, uh, I don't know, when you were saying something like you were like, it's so much easier to write um, something you know, and that you're like more like, uh, it's like opening up your chest, right? Yeah. yeah. And it's like kind of letting people in. And I think that's the hardest, one of the hardest things about being an artist, because it's like, it's easier to like put your shit out there 
like on display, but then putting it out there for people to listen to. Yeah. That's real fucking hard. Yeah. Uh, but it's also like people are like, they connect with it more because it's relatable. And then like, you know, other people be like, man, I went through something too. And like, this really means something, you know, a lot to me. Um, so that's, I mean, first off, that's really huge that you guys do that. And it's like, you know, it's not an easy subject. I would imagine, right? Someone, you know, that you love. It feels really good now, honestly. Like, and I'll still get emotional on stage and stuff like (laughs) that when we're performing, but Mm. like, I don't know. It's like we've tapped into something bigger. I love that. It feels good. Hell yeah. Yeah. Let's fucking go. Nice. I think uh, it's like, you know, um, easy to not do that. And then also look for those bangers. You're like, oh, I just want to fucking write a song about going to the club. Right. Right? Like, right. I want to, or for sure. Right. That's me, Kyle. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> That's what I struggle with most yeah. days. We did, actually, do you remember that we tried to write a, um, par- a, a hip hop parody? It didn't work to out. Yeah. Good. To what exactly? Uh, uh, we wanted, we. <laughs> We wanted that banger. We were, uh, I feel like we're, we're getting off track, but like we wanted that banger and we wanted a video. We wanted to make a music video for ourselves. And so we started, I wrote a beat on Ableton and then we started writing, writing lyrics, funny and- parody lyrics, right? Yeah. It's just like, I don't even remember what it was, but yeah. it, we were just being- Mine was about being a gangster while golfing. Yeah. <laughs> and so I had all these lyrics like written out and I was Clearly, just like, look at the backwards hat. <laughs> we should go golfing. We should go golfing. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, golf talk before. Yeah. Oh shit. He's a big yeah. golfer. Wow. This guy. Yeah. Like we'll we're talking <laughs> multiple times a week. Where's your favorite place to golf? In, in, Alaska. in like the Matsu Anchorage area. I mean, I'm always, uh, at Anchorage golf courses, yeah. kind of my home base, but yeah. I, I like them all. I like variety. I think he just yeah. got paid money right yeah. there to say They're, that. And now the one of our sponsors, Anchorage Golf Course. They're all good. But <laughs> yeah, the good old tried and true Anchorage Golf. Get his eighteen paid for. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Someone's got to pay the bills around here. Yeah. God damn. <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, golfing's a great outlet for me to do stuff that like I never. I don't know. I don't delve into the artistic stuff any yeah. much yeah. anymore. And I wish I did, but golf's yeah. like golfing's so calming. Yeah, it's, it's like, a weird it's a weird like thing. Like I'm when I was a kid, my like we'd go golfing and I would hate that shit. I would be screaming, I'd be slamming the Terrible. golf club into the ground. Yeah. I was a horrible person to be around on the golf course and I was oh, so yeah. young. But now it's like <laughs> I've worked through that. Moody, and I, you know what I'm saying? Shut up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I love this shit now. All right. <laughs> It's a bleed. For I this. worked through it. It's a roller coaster of emotions every golf round, just dealing with shit. You just, are, I feel like I feel like you have so therapy. much time to just like are hang you, out and be you, in your thoughts. Are you the guy that like will wake up at like six in the morning? Um, do you do that? No. I we have. I <laughs> see. Have, not, I know. But I don't. But see, I know a bunch of buddies who love to party on a Friday night, and then they will wake up at six in the see, morning. No, that's and I'm never like, the thing ever. That doesn't <laughs> sound good to me. They're like, oh, we're going to get up early tomorrow and go You're gonna fucking... stay up all night? No. Yeah. yeah, that's not my life, dude. I'll go in yeah. the afternoon, Yuck. maybe at night, Jeez. never in the morning. I don't know how you guys do it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's one of those things. How yeah. do you? He, he, yeah. he, he does how it do you do all the yeah. time. I, I just, I'm addicted. What okay. does it feel like, though? Like, are you having fun golfing feeling like... You're not feeling like shit the next I morning? I, I, I tend not just, to get too wild okay. anymore. I, I'm an old man. No, yes. yeah. See, I like to yeah. drink Do you crack on one too. Yeah. in the morning? Uh, no. It was, he's a dad now. Yeah, you know? yeah. He's I'm like not, a... He's, yeah. he's an old well, dad It depends now. if you make a birdie. Like the birdie juice cup, you have to have a flask <laughs> for every birdie. So the better you play... Okay. The, the, the worse the, you play. The worse the dad. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so it's just one of those things. But yeah, we'll get out for some golf for sure. That'd I like fun. that. Yeah. Wait, oh, it yeah. would be funny to do a go fix yourself 
tournament. Dude, we should do a rap video yeah. out on the golf course. Oh, it's just I like love that. easy. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I'll yeah. spit. I'll spit bars. Angry yeah. golf course. Here we go. Love that. Oh, it'd be yeah. up. It'd be yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just money in our pocket. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. So let's get back on track. Um, so we were talking about something, you know, kind of deep and profound. Um, and so, so you, you're finding your way, you're, um, you know, you found the name and you guys are kind of connecting, but you're living in two different places, but you're like, who's writing the beats first off? You're just finding these like are you know there's a it was a mix of like YouTube and yeah. then also like some local buddies like shout out to Blanco. Uh uh-huh. there's, there's been a handful of local buddies that we try and include and the more recent ones has gotten to be all local, which has been pretty nice. Nice. But yeah, for the first ones there's like some YouTube, some shout out to Kid yeah. Ocean, whoever he is. Kid out there. Ocean. <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> we wrote his beats for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Finally it took some of our stuff down. I think we I did, I did find your SoundCloud. <laughs> Royalties. Uh yeah. <laughs> first off. Look at this. I mean, I, we'll have to show this, you know, PJ, if you can pull this Yo, grandpa G right on SoundCloud. <laughs> the Coke look at, bottle look at the little guy. He, oh Young man. I love that shit. Um, oh, you know, I don't have the tracks connected, but we'll have to put something, um, on our Instagram. Um, but yeah, we'll get something that So, okay. So you're, you're getting, you're getting shit done. You're finding your creative flow. Uh, and then kind of like, what's like the next part? You like you know you know what it is. It was I don't. That's what I'm asking. Well, stepping <laughs> out and performing for real life. Yes, sir. That was the how was step. that for fucking the first time? Terrifying. Yeah, yeah, it always is. Super. What was terrifying. the opportunity that came up where they're like, "You guys have never rapped before. You're perfect. You're perfect." <laughs> uh, what show was rapped it? Live before. It was yeah. an open mic. Oh, nice. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Joku Charlie's. That's Ooh, shout ballsy. Out, shout out to Jay and shout out to Boobs. Yeah. Oh. Josh. Yeah. Oh, shout out man. to Dwayne and Terry, aka Matt. Oh wow. I saw Old him at the fair. Really? Yeah. I see him everywhere. Terry D is everywhere. You guys know Terry? I, I don't. Uh, bass player for Matt Mandolin. Oh, Matt Wait, Fabian. Oh, dude, yeah, he's, yeah. he's oh, sorry, Matt. Yeah, he's our engineer. Yeah. When Ron's not here, Ron's here today, yeah, everybody. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, Matt Matt helps us with the podcast a lot. Okay, so uh, love him, dude. He he's is the best. He well, he's a very talented dude. Oh, so too. talented, and it's just Multifast. like and he's right yeah. here every time. It could be everything going on. He's just yep. like. Hey, yeah, man, it's really good to see you. He's and he's super, super lovely guy. I saw him uh, downtown Thursday night, and I was a little, and uh, but like he he was What's like that. <laughs> yeah, well, define, sauce. define yeah. that. I was a little sauce. What Jeff? Just beer. Okay, but yeah. a lot of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. It's like just. It was a very, it was a social it gathering, is. and like I get you know you, you when you talked about your anxiety, like I get mad anxiety when I'm in social like things now and it, i guess it's like since like covid i feel like before covid i was like a social butterfly and i was excited to like get out and meet people but now i'm just like all right oh okay let's Trying fucking oh, aim it. i yeah. have to like let's listen like, to let's like drink let's Dude, drink i have yeah, to right? it's funny like <laughs> i have to li- listen to pump up music on the way to you, there yeah. you are built for golf like you're just straight up you love to drink <laughs> you got anxiety you gotta you're, yeah like you're built check for check it. check yeah. uh anyway so i was like yeah so I had to have like a beer in my hand at all times because I was just uh-huh. like still the nerves. And uh, by the time I saw him, I was like, Ugh, I was hey, probably not the best bud. looking person. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, Ugh. such a sweetheart. Uh, we love that guy. Yeah. Um, okay. Tell us about the open okay. mic. Okay. Yeah. Tell so, us about the mic. Well, yeah. So we say all that because uh, originally it was Jay Straw that was there when we first oh, went there for our, our very first, probably like two weeks of open mics. Yeah. 
Because once we went to the first one, it was like, okay, this is what we need to do. Like, it, that scared the shit out of us, but it was also fucking awesome. Oh, so. Cut your teeth a little bit. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, went back, I want to say the next week probably, and did that for like a year, it felt oh like. Oh, my God. And I was just kind of like getting comfortable being in front of people, going through all the motions. And um, like a lot of the folks there, like um, the folks behind the bar and like people working and like Jay and like boobs and all these folks, like they supported us. So, it was like, they weren't like, yo... Stop coming here and rapping. It's been a year. It yeah. wasn't that. It was like, like okay, you guys are getting better. It's been like, fifty-two yeah. weeks Hell straight, yeah, guys. Right? <laughs> yeah. Now it's like when Boobs came back. Um, they had the Cowboys would play on Tuesdays, and the open mic was Mondays. So if like they liked us, they're like, "Yo, you guys want to come back Tuesday?" I we'll remember that. On, yeah, we'll I remember like a fifteen-minute set in between our sets. We're gonna take a smoke break. You guys can do what Get you up do. There. I remember hearing about that. Like I think I was talking to Josh. And he's like, yeah, have you heard about these guys, Brother Buffalo? And I was like, I've heard of them, but I haven't seen them yet. And then I think, I mean, I must have seen you at one of those shows then. Um, because that, that was a while ago, though, right? Yeah, yeah. It was probably all 2018 okay. and into 2019. All right. um, we were doing steady, like, Monday, Tuesday. Like, yeah, we were going. Every, it was crazy. Would be, we'd get home at, like, page dues. four in the morning every Monday and Tuesday. Yeah. But, yeah, it's Perfect. like you go through. Do you guys have it's like jobs? I did. Yeah. yeah. You did? Yeah. And so you were like waking up early to go to your yeah, job? I, I was, oh, went to my job at 6.30 a.m. So, so you get I home. Was, I was driving home. to Girdwood to open the brewery at like 8 a.m. Oh, you were going to Girdwood Brew? I was then. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my gosh. But those are the days that you rem- remember. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. those were formative yeah. years. Yeah. yeah. Right. I Getting to work. Yeah, we puking. needed that shit. <laughs> <Logging> <laughs> <in>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, was your, what was your set like for a open mic? Like was it three songs, five songs? How long? I, I think like five songs because we only had like one tape out for the first year yeah, right um and it was and that one's actually the same thing on apple music if you look at <laughs> grandpa g and just jake yeah. or just jake and grandpa g one of those orders <laughs> you can find some i shit. don't know how it's like spaced out but they we'll we post have it. two other albums uh paradise and still cold out and those are the two that we really ran at coots for like a good for a while yeah, a long year and time. a half so like just getting comfortable and like i said there's like Military Mondays and everybody you got screaming fucking in your hated face, us. Play like, oh, <laughs> karaoke yeah, like, now. Seriously, and we're like, just like rapping at them. Yeah. And everybody in the bar is just supporting the person standing in front of us, and we're just like, <laughs> oh, "We've got two more. I don't know what to yeah. tell you. Yeah. We have the microphone every yeah. Monday night. Yeah. We'll be here. <laughs> Open mic yeah. Yeah. karaoke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like sometimes it was sick as fuck, and then sometimes yeah. you had somebody else that was showing up to play open mic that was ready for their set, so they're jamming like playing music over your music in the corner. Oh, and it's yeah, like that's said, messed up. All Shaped us. the yeah, so, yeah, I have, yeah. We have no fear. highs and lows. <laughs> I feel, I, I feel like like uh, people always say like, oh man, we played every Sunday night, or like for my band, like when I first joined, we played like Sunday nights at Coots or Mondays. You know, we did the whole thing, mm-hmm. and it's like. And then by the time we were like, we're never doing this again. This is ridiculous. This is not a good way to live. But it's like, you got to do that shit mm-hmm. because yeah. you got to figure That's out what you want. And then yeah. also like you guys got probably really fucking good in a year yeah. for doing it every week. And, and the thing was, we weren't like then we weren't rapping over like any backing or anything. We just had our beats in our phone and we were just plugging the shit in. And it was like, oh, let's go. Oh, hell Jeez. yeah. It was yeah. just like. Some nights you fuck up, some nights you don't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so what was like uh like a big thing that I always think of with live music is like stage presence and stuff like that. Like, did you guys kinda like work that out prior or oh, were you yeah. just like, let's get up there and just 
see what feels right. Kind yep. of that. Yeah. yeah. It was, yeah. Cause we both were pretty nervous getting up there. I'm sure. Yeah. 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 It's like, let's just, you got nothing to hide like, behind. Yeah. yeah. Like we, that's, that's we were talking the thing. About, yeah. Instruments and, and musicians a lot of times, you know, like if you have a drum kit, you know, you're, you're kind of hidden behind this thing in yeah. a guitar, whatever it you is, got a, but you got a barrier between you yeah. and the people or a keyboard yeah, or something. That, yeah. yeah what's, what's your skill? Oh, it's your mouth. Yeah. Okay, yeah, let's see like, what right, it does. See what the fuck <laughs> yeah, it, it better be good. Yeah. Just sit back, like, <laughs> oh, yeah. I, it was like a, it was the competition. It was like, all right, let's fucking win these people over. And yeah. A lot of the time, people really fucked with us, and it was cool. hell yeah. It was yeah. like usually every night when we went out, there was at least one person that had something good to say, and that was like kind of just the yeah, saving grace. Build the fan night. base, right? Like, yeah. And then there was that one night where you're like, "Where's the one person? Yeah, we right. need that dude. <laughs> <We're> like, <"Yo, laughs> we fucking need him today." It's just <laughs> Boober Josh. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like, smoking. It. It's like, "Where's Boobs? We'd like to get off stage now." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, play another one. Do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when did you? When did you guys feel like from open mics to like? When did you guys feel some momentum yeah. like that? It was like, hey, we're on to something here, potentially. Yeah. Like, what was that? When, maybe a show or what? Making your guarantee like 4,000 bucks. Yeah. You know, making that step up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Um, I'd say at least like, it was interesting for the rent. It was so close to Coots, but it was a step outside and it was like the Spinard food trucks. And it was like, we had to PG our set. We couldn't, we couldn't curse at all. Oh. And it was like, it was a real test of like, all right, what can we, what can we kind of do here? And we practice like the, the week leading up and it's like a whole mm-hmm. different group of people out there. And like people aren't you there to censor like, yourself. Yeah. yeah. And so oh, it's like, we man. just, so we we're like, all right, just our beats. And we we're like, we <laughs> either made up like fill in lines or we just like, oh, wow, just silenced ourselves like on the mic and just like, didn't say whatever and just like kept going. And it was like, after we did that and we had like some friends come out and stuff like that, it was like. Okay, we can. Like, it was the first time we'd wrapped outside of the building of Coots. And at least for me, I'm, I, I don't know, I'm like simplistic in that way where I can like maybe tie a little bit of like anxiety of like, okay, well, we haven't done it anywhere else. So what, what's that going to be like? And it was Oof. like, we stepped outside, and we're in the parking lot in the daytime, and it was like, oh, we can do this. Like, we're oh, like halfway man. through the set, and it was like, all right, let's go. Like, let's okay. see, let's see what the hell we can do with the city. And it hell was like, yeah. at least for me, it was a nice moment of just like, not far, but it felt like <laughs> a big leap. <laughs> yeah i think uh willowa was like what made it feel like it was like a another step out it wasn't like we had gotten a show we kind of like gotten it through a, a friend of ours who knew that we had started rapping and kind of wanted to give us a chance see what we could do got out there and it's funny because i blacked out that whole set i don't remember, I don't, I don't I, remember like, the, people talk about that show i'm like i have no idea <laughs> yeah it was like a lot of people come like oh i remember seeing you at uh, the currency show way back when and it was like yeah that was our first like real stage like got to like, oh, no actually shit. step out yeah it was it was super cool but that was like what really kind of was like all right other people are, are fucking with us like got off stage a couple people were like yo we need to collab it's like all right sick I, we've just been playing this for ourselves you're, like, you're that room. you're that one dude man yeah. thank you so thank w- you what's that like if somebody's does that ever happen when they're like let's collab and then you find out that they don't know how to rap or, or they, they suck yeah they're they're terrible you're usually, like usually those folks <sighs> are like pretty like tuned up and it's just kind of like a it's more like like respectfully no like we appreciate right right you're, Man, you're on hard and shit, honest like, respectfully no yeah even 90 percent of the time when someone's like yo let's collab like nothing's gonna come with that unless like somebody really pushes li- forward yeah, or something like, like yes. that yeah all the time like yeah like I, oh yeah, bro. I pictured yeah. he's, it. he's got his like, phone and he's like, "You're in a loud concert." He's like, "Listen to these beats." I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here, here. Oh yeah, in Willowa. I, I, don't know if it was, I think it was that show. It was and was like came up to him or me first and like did the same thing and I was like, "Yo, bro, like 
uh, this is my family. Like, I'm just trying to have a conversation with yeah. my family. Like, please, like, not right now. And he fucking must have beelined it. Yeah. Whoever was just like, yo, listen to this shit. And G didn't. He was like, no, bro. Yeah, he like, came with please. the whole freestyle. He, he did the was, whole mom dad trick. Yeah, it was like, no. Nah, mom said, no, said I gotta no, go to dad. I'm going yeah, to him. Go to grandpa. Yeah. Exactly. Wait, wait, wait for the 808. The you fault. can almost hear it. <laughs> yeah, we have to say no twice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Well, <laughs> Note to self, do not... Don't show them your beats after this, yeah. Steven. Jesus. Yeah. That's going to be embarrassing. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. An email will go way farther. Send oh us a God. beat in the email. Yeah. I go way farther I, than a... I, I did... I, I was working on making beats, and I wanted to do that for people. And so I got uh, anxious, and so I sent it to one local rapper. And I won't say this name. Ghosted, though. I got ghosted. And so that was like me being... Like the universe telling me like... Maybe this isn't your thing. Like I'm like, okay, all right, yeah. So I mean, like I had all these like beats, and I was like, you know, I went out once, and it's like that's the thing, and I think that's what shows you guys is like characters. Like you guys did that shit, you know, at fucking coots open mics for a whole year, and like kind of like you went past that, right? Because a lot of people, and I think this is what makes you like a good artist too, because you can tell it with you too, is like you guys pushed through you're like you didn't just take that one fucking military guy on monday and like oh well i guess you're right dude we should probably just yeah, pack right. up and go yeah. yeah do you know country okay we're switching <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah but i feel like that's that's what makes like artists is like pushing through and getting through that stuff and then you get the bigger stages and then like people start seeing it and then the, the confidence comes mm -hmm. and i think that's like you're like, oh, yeah. And then you guys got the swagger when you walk, and you're like, these guys do something. I can tell. I can just by looking at them. I can feel it. Um, so talk about that like first Willowaz show. You guys both, both blacked out. Uh, I black out all the time at Willowaz. No, <laughs> it's kind <laughs> so of we're a, about hey, the same. Kind of a theme. Theme. Yeah. We're like the same person. Yeah. Uh, but like, do you guys like remember like kind of like the days afterwards and like kind of like you feeling like that? Because, I mean, after a performance, you like fucking like, that was fucking good. The crowd was with yeah. us. And it's like rejuvenating. And you're like, I want to keep doing this forever. So like after the few days, was it like something like we just got to keep grinding? Oh, like, yeah. What was that like? It's kind of that beginning. It's definitely like, a, at least for me, I'm, I play the game with my, my mental a little bit. So it's like a little bit of like win-lose and a little bit like more pressure sometimes. But I feel like just being around this motherfucker and like just like, communicating those things and just like yeah like that was cool but like did you see like so and so like i don't know if they were feeling about it. he's like dude like whatever man like we're just out here having a good time like we get to get up on stage and talk this shit and it's like whether it's vice versa cool. like i feel like i don't know there's that that counterbalance where it's like there's just a steady there's a steadiness to it where we might go up or we might go down like this tour tested us we yelled at each other a handful of times and okay but like yeah. you come back to that common ground where it's like we're all good. Like we're chilling. Whether it's like just us or like the whole gang or like whoever it is, it's like there's a very unique, steady steadiness to everybody, mm -hmm. which is really nice. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, and I mean that's interesting because like you so your tour. Walk us through that a little bit. So I'm curious because I think when I think of touring, I always think of like our experience with like metal music. You got five, six people. You if we're lucky. Well, oh, I'm the, saying in the oh, band. I thought you were talking so, about yeah, the crowd. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like five, six people we're in the crowd. We're not talking crowd sizes <laughs> yeah. right now. Uh, and, you know, van, trailer, gear. Like, yeah. when, when a, in a rap duo, like, what do you guys actually need to go on tour? And, and what was that like being like, we're going to go to s cities, I'm assuming 
you maybe have not been or probably not performed in in the past. So like walk me through that whole idea. Yeah. It seemed a lot more simple when it was like, yeah, let's go on tour. Like we don't need that much. And then it's like these bars and it'd be good. Well then I just start to put the whole like crew together. And it's like, all right, we're rolling like nine to 12 deep wherever we're going pretty much. Oh really? Like if we're bringing like, Everybody like mm-hmm. that's like the damn main, you guys got a the crew crew yeah, yeah exactly because like everybody kind of does something in the crew and then like I got a wife Jake has a girlfriend um we okay, got, that's four people but then you got five more photographer oh, DJ good. smart uh, okay. we got a crew we got three guys who are our opening act yeah oh, the opening act fuck. shout out to Six Star and yep. Biggie damn Biggie security you know yeah Biggie security <laughs> so it's like yeah and that's <laughs> damn that's the cool the opening act is nice to bring cause I mean then you always have yeah yeah you got two, somebody to, two people to, or like, two things to perform exactly yeah. fill the night up Hype. a little bit with yeah. like now we're so many albums deep I mean I still say we probably have like an hour and a half worth of music if we Holy were, shit. If were to do a live set but like we've tried we, we had to stretch it to like two hours at one point during the yeah. trip and, and you know we were almost we there we played but, the game it was fun <laughs> <laughs> was it like one of those like uh, bars where you like all right you guys can fill four hours slots it was yep, yeah one of those. It was and a, we had like we have funny situation sean is our as our dj sean hemp and it's like he's a he's got a a good grip on things and like he can spin and he can feel out the room and stuff like that but it's like we have a we have to have a balance of like hey can only do that so much. Yeah, I'm not going to yeah. fucking just ring yeah. you out for three hours so we could perform for an hour. Yeah, it's like, let's exactly. stagger these sets. We'll do like doubles. We'll just play around. We'll like, so a couple spots we'd have like our openers come on, then we'd come on and then we'd stop. He'd DJ and then our openers would come back on and then we'd come back on. And like people tended to love that because there was oh, a lot of places yeah. that you were in where there might be like a little early crowd and you might even, a lot of places that sick, you like won them back. Like you won this early crowd that maybe in other places wasn't staying mm-hmm. now you have like them and then this late crowd that comes in it's like they get to see everybody all again it's like a whole new show oh. so we were like trying to That's play cool. the game a little bit which was really fun and now a quick word from our sponsors Stephen, did you know that I had the first wedding at Willowa like ever yeah dude I was there where at Willowa I was standing next to you I was one of your groomsmen mm, so you have been to Willowa yeah, I basically live at Willow Ivory. So what you're saying is I need to start sending mail to that address? Well, not exactly. I just go to a lot of events there. Well, well like, what's going on there? Okay, like, well, Wednesdays I'm there at 7.30 for Beats Beer Bingo. Thursdays I'm there at 7 for Geeks Who Drink. Is that an event named after you? Kinda. If it's nice out during the summer, I'm going up to the roof, then I have a taco. Maybe there's some live music, like on Thursdays or a DJ. Or if I'm not on the roof, I'm downstairs and I'm just, like, chilling in the bar having some sliders. Man, man, pickle my pickle. That is a lot of stuff. How do you even know what's going on each and every day for the events? I have an easy answer for that. Just follow them at Willowa Social on all social platforms. Wow, I'm thinking about living at Willowa too. Of course you are. Welcome home. You know what warms my heart the moment it just touches my lips? Mm, You really want me to say? Only if you were going to say an ice cold beer from our friends at Bleeding Heart Brewery. Not exactly where my mind went, but uh, tell me a little bit more. Okay, you're dirty, but have you ever had their beet IPA? I'm actually allergic to beets, so unless they have a beet off IPA, uh, I haven't had it. So it's one of their flagship beers. Stefan and Zach, they try to experiment with some different beers, and that was like one of their first ones. Beets and IPA, and it is so freaking delicious. Hmm. Well, it sounds like maybe I need to finally make that trek out to Palmer and try them out. Yeah, you should. They have great beer. They have great food. They even have great meat. Mm, nectar of the gods, huh? Exactly. 
So go to 562 South Denali Street, right under the water tower in Palmer, Alaska. Or if you don't live in Alaska, just go give them a follow on all socials at Bleeding Heart Brewery. Look, heck, you can even listen to them on previous episodes of this podcast, episodes 93 and 119. Isn't that the guy with the grandpa? Okay, just go to bleedingheartbrewery.com. Now back to the conversation. Where did you guys go on this last tour? Valdez, Fairbanks, Juno, Ketchikan, Cordova, Homer, Homer, Nanilchik, Soldatna, Girdwood, um, Anchorage. Um, yeah, I think that's it. I think it's, yeah, that's a lot. But like Girdwood a couple times, you know. Yeah, Girdwood, like, Girdwood like four times, five times. We did like uh, what did we that, do? That stretch: Sundown, Forest Fair, Salmon Fest. Ice Worm Festival. Ice Worm Festival, yeah. too. Went to Cordova twice. <laughs> What's the Ice Worm Festival? Uh, it's in um, January. Uh, it's uh, like the winter festival they have in Cordova. Oh, um, they have a big parade that goes down the street. They got like a big ice worm they build, and all the kids like are in it, kind of manning it down the road, like a big centipede. Nice. Uh, but they have like a, oh. a big celebration all weekend and um, like a big concert, or not big concert, but they bring some bands down and... We were lucky enough to get on it, so shout out to Smackbox yeah. for that. Mm. Hell yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's interesting. That was a good segue. Thank you for talking about Cordova. Uh, because you guys come from Cordova, we correct? Yeah. And so you guys have well, roots. Our parents come from Cordova. We were, were born and raised in Anchorage. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's but you have, you have roots that were planted before you, and oh, yeah. you guys have put down, you know, yeah. like you have a following there too. Yeah. Um, and you were just there. We talked about it a little bit before the recording. So like... Talk about that. Talk about your influence with Cordova. And then I kind of want to talk about like your heritage and how you're intertwining that with your music. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Cordova. EAC. Yeah, Cordova. We've been going there since we were since little I kids. Remember, yeah. yeah you, just you guys like, were fishing? No, just going down for the summers. Well, it's funny. Uh, going down like in the summers for a little bit uh, and helping our aunt with like processed fish and like cut up fish and everything. Um, she would process the fish that our uncle would bring in and then jar it up and um, either distribute through a family or sell a little bit of it. Um, but she got, I mean, she's like pro uh, salmon smoker in my opinion and probably a lot of other people's yeah, if you opinion. Go on, <laughs> if you go on Instagram, you go to Pam's Donuts. She is world-renowned salmon smoker. She has world-renowned earrings that she makes out of dyed salmon skin. And she has world-renowned fucking donuts that are <laughs> fried red say, donuts. Fried like, you would you know, never these know. Not, these are facts. Like she has yeah. a bigger following than us yeah. for these three things. Like, like, like she's just a a goddess in that way. A multidisciplinary. Ah, uh, you, you about go. to say that? I ha- no, I wasn't. Oh, <laughs> but I, was <laughs> I always that's one of my my things. I love the word multidisciplinary because like if someone comes in and they're like, "Well, I'm a musician. I'm also a filmmaker, but I'm I, you know I do this and do that." And it's like, all right, you're a multidisciplinary artist, right? I heard God. this. Word. I hate so it, many right? years I ago, absolutely and fucking <laughs> Kyle fucking hates that shit. And so now, whenever like uh, I, I've been whenever po- we hear it, whenever I've been posting on like social media and I say multidisciplinary, I put it all caps, like yeah. just to fucking poke. Um, <sighs> That's funny. Okay, so Cordova. <laughs> 
you guys are going down there. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Pam's donuts. Shout out to Pam yeah. for making Big fucking good donuts. So that's, and that's the and cover of our smoked salmon. Our latest album, the Fire in the Smokehouse. That's her smokehouse. Oh, shit. She took that picture too. So. Oh, nice. Big old shout Pam. Out to Pam. All right. Yeah. Multidisciplinary photographer. <laughs> She's smoking <laughs> salmon. She's on council. She's on city council. She's on the tribal board. Dude, She's been doing okay. I'll let it pass for genius. her. Okay. Yeah. So she, she, Pam's an honorary. Yeah. She's built this genealogy for Yak people with the help of others, but like really founded this thing and like built out a web of who who we are as Yak people from from the Cordova area. Mm-hmm. And I mean, even with that, she was like discovering other people that were Yak and like other areas. And like, like Yak sat down southeast, cool. like just spanning so deep. Like even in Glen Allen, there's some Yak people. Like it's like they either through the generations either were adopted out or like there was like our our grandma's generation was they went to they were sent off to boarding schools they were they were EAC and and the native ways and all that stuff was really tried they were just tried to drain it out of them and teach them either Russian or English or or just transform them into something else so it was it was hard and there was not a lot of documentation for our people and in mm-hmm. this aspect our aunt Pam was able to like put a name and a face to like a lot of things and, and help us like reach out and, and know that we're not just like us. We're, we're a small people to begin with, but like just to know now that like there are more people out there and we have support and we have people that like we can turn to and call family, mm. which is That's really cool. special. Nice. That, that is, um, really quick. Tell, tell people like what we mean when we're saying EAC before the people that don't even live up here that yeah. aren't familiar. Yeah, so EX a smaller tribe from the South Central region, uh, from the uh, Copper River Delta area. I'd say they're most like closely related to like Clinket people, um, but we we're kind of like the uh, the middlemen for like the Sukpiaks to the west, um, the Atna and the Athabascan from the north, and then the Clinket to the to the right. Um, and we were, I don't know, it was, it's cool. The more we learn about it, we've been going back every summer for these culture camps um, to get kind of more connected just to the land and and learn more about. Uh, that's I don't even like the What's stories it? that the elders it? have. It's it's funny that each each time we go back, we get a little bit more information. It's never from a book. It's always from somebody's story that either wasn't there last year or like they just chimed in and had a little another piece of the puzzle that just like makes so many more things make sense. Like we were walking through the the Cordova Museum and. Judy, one of our elders, she lives in um, Juneau now, but she's from Yakutat area. She, they have all these, like, you walk into the Cordova Museum, which is inside, like, it's like a library and, like, community center and stuff. And they have this big kind of mural thing on the wall. And there's all these different photos. And, like, some of them are named with specific people. And some of them are just, like, Clinket tribe or men in Yakutat. And there's yeah, just, like, like, it's really vague. And And Judy walks in and she goes... Oh, that's so and so. He's my he's my great grandfather. Damn, oh, Judy. I, I know all five of these men in this photo, and it's just like like just putting people in places where things haven't been yet, you know? Yeah. And like I haven't letting, been back to in a while. Yeah, letting know. those things interact is like we're learning so much still, and it's like we've like it's it seems like there's a lot going on, but it's like it's simple things like that where it's just like oh, we just have to get somebody here, and we just have to like meet and and hang out and talk about our culture and do stuff together and we learn so much more, which is so special. So what, what, what is a culture camp? Like, is that exactly what kind of what it is? What you just said? 
It kind of is. It's like uh, a gathering um, to kind to remember and to uh, embrace and learn about the culture for the youth and for the elders to kind of share the knowledge that they have. Um, but we've also been trying to revitalize our language in that uh, because our language was declared. I don't want to say dead, but like declared. It was quiet. Dormant. It was quiet dormant. on life yeah. support. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, with our last native speaker, uh, Marie Smith-Jones, that passed away in 2008. Um, but prior to her passing, um, a linguist from Fairbanks, Michael Krause, did a lot of work with uh, our great-grandma, Lena, um, Lena Gayu, uh, Anna Nelson-Harry, Marie Smith-Jones. Um, Galusha Nelson. Galusha Nelson um, and uh, Sophie Brodkin. Um, a lot of uh, elders and worked to compile and document as much EAC or much of the EAC language as they could because it wasn't written before then. Mm. So they kind of had to figure out how to articulate some of these sounds and some of the like mm. the more guttural throaty sounds that aren't, you know, in typical right. English. Um, Over the years, we've tried to, I feel like we've been trying to kind of figure out how this culture camp is going to work. And we were doing it out at Orca in Cordova, which is a beautiful spot um, owned by Wendy, and I forget her husband's name right now. Um, but it's a beautiful spot, and it's like a hotel, and it's kind of... Isn't that like down, like you go it's through the town, you go yeah, all the way down? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. And I was yeah. I was just there not too long ago. Okay, yeah. sweet. Yeah, cool. And yeah, they got a little cafe down there. Yeah. There's stickers on me right now. Oh, actually. cool. Um, but we had it out there, and it was, it was nice. People could stay out there, but it was like people that weren't staying out there, staying in town, kind of had to commute out that way, and... And it was like kind of a round table, like as I as I remember it, it's more of like a round table discussion and it's like a little bit more kind of uncomfortable and people just aren't sitting around having conversation. And what we did this year is we went out to a place that um, our uncle our uncle has um, and it's called Five Mile out in Cordova, but it's just like kind of like a compound. There's a big house, there's a cottage and everybody stayed there. And then we just did all the workshops in a house on the Eak Lake mm. where our people are from. And it was so, there was so much more love and there's like some inner, inner things throughout, throughout the generations and stuff like that, that like have been worked on. And there's just like certain things, but you didn't feel that at all this whole week. And it was like, we got to sit down, we got to, me and him taught a language class where we, where we put together new EAC words with everyone there. So we made new EAC words with the knowledge that we have, um, that's sick. Shout it was shout out to Guillaume. Shout out to Guillaume, and he's he's. I say that's where I was going. With yeah, the, go. The language stuff was um, after it was declared dormant. Um, all those elders worked to, with Michael Kraus to uh, preserve as much of the language as they could, and um, I mean, miraculously, this uh, language prodigy Guillaume in France, as a like twelve or thirteen year old, picked up an encyclopedia of dying languages and found Eac in it learned as much as he could through like the internet at that time, which was probably like early two thousands, um, hit up Michael Krauss in Fairbanks and, and, um, I think worked with a couple of elders while they're still with us to become fluent in the language. So he's a non native person from France that is fluent in the EAC language and, and, uh, rest in peace to Michael Krauss cause he passed away in 2019. Um, he was also, I'd say fluent in the yeah. EAC language. Um, but he, both of them worked to document and, and create a curriculum as much as they could for this language. And over the last, I'd say, four to five years, uh, we've been really taking it more seriously. And our cousins and a couple other people that are involved in the culture camps, um, trying to revitalize it and, and doing these language lessons, um, just like over Zoom when, when COVID started happening. Mm. Um, 
but yeah, it's been it's been really cool, and we've Dude. been at it for a little while now. So that's fucking wild. How did this kid settle on that? Did he just you know close his eyes, yeah. you see know. where his fingers drop, kind that's of thing? So I should weird. Have asked him. He was just he was just here because for the first time in like four or five years, and, and came to the culture camp. But and yeah. what a like a wild interest to have as a child be like what, yeah. what dying language he's a, he's can a beautiful I, person he knows born. like eight different languages yeah he's, so he's like a savant oh, yeah. like he's just and, like prodigy uh, Oof. he's he's a he's a beautiful person so that's, that's, that's super awesome. fucking cool <laughs> oh my god it's jason born shout out to <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but he helped us he helped us run this class this last week about making new words and he's like and him and michael kraus have been working on along with a couple other folks um, an EAC dictionary and mm. transcribing everything as far as stories and, and feelings and emotions and just getting all of these words and everything into something that you can look through and kind of resource and, and source to and, and look from. And and we and he sent it to us, I think, the day before on the ferry as we're yeah. going to Cordova. He's like, here you go. And it's like 750 pages of just like Jeez. EAC words yeah. transcribed to English. And it's not like it, it's not as easy as like a dictionary. There's yeah. a lot of different things that go not into it. Not laid out in any alphabetical order. Yeah. It's like laid out by concepts. So if like you're talking about being strong, here's all the like the words huh. that relate to strong, and then here's everything that it's yeah. Damn, interesting. That's like pretty cool. Different, like I remember uh, I went to Prague once, and like there was like eight different words for like the different meaning. Like if you were in like if you were outside, then yeah. there's like a word for this. Is it kind of like that too? Yeah. If you're inside yeah. or if you're talking to a man, if you're talking to a oh, woman, yeah. if you're talking to, you know, if you're in like a social environment, but if you're by yourself, like, so yeah. that's like Even multiple saying, words. Saying for, hello to one person would be ishu. Saying hello to a group of people would be lachishu. Oh, hmm. so interesting. So like it all. coming like to, and to, hold on, and not oh, even just feel like, I just want to kind of like build on that. Like saying issue isn't like hello. It's like, do you see me? Mm. And then you would say, uh, and it's yes, I do. So it's not like a direct mm. like, hey, it's hey, like, issue, issue. It's like issue. Ah, uh, that means issue. so much more. Uh, there's so much like there's so, there's just depth beauty to behind that. it. It's really cool. <laughs> um, okay, so for us, you know, two white boys that don't really have like a heritage. Right, we don't like. I barely. I was talking to my Nothing dad. Nothing that we want to look into. Well, I mean, I, I was. <laughs> I was talking to my dad today, and I, and like he started talking about my grandparents, and I'm like, I it dawned on me. I was like, I've never really like asked you about like the grandparents that I never met, mm-hmm. right? And like, what do they do? Like he was telling me stories about like my grandfather, you know, doing you know in Japan and and all this stuff, and I was like, I have I had no idea. So like. I don't have, we don't, you know, we can't look back and we can't be, we don't really have a heritage, right? We don't, we don't have the culture. Um, and so like, I'm really curious for two people that you, you know, that do, what does that mean to you guys? Like, what does that mean personally? And like, also how is it influencing your life and your music? That's a deep wow. question. That's a really good listen, question. Listen, I'm no Cody from Crude Magazine, but like, <laughs> damn. You may be a journalist. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. It's like, special. That's how it feels. Um, no, it's, it really has been. Because like, growing up, knowing that we were EAC, we that's kind of all we knew. And we knew about some elders and the language kind of um, being dormant. But there wasn't a lot of other culture to grasp onto. And we didn't have a lot of elders to to talk to being in Anchorage as much as we were. And so being able to connect with all these people, especially like Judy Ramos from, from Yakutat, um, 
it's really cool being able to put some of these pieces together and actually fill in some of the holes and, and go out to like some of these place names and, and say the names that no one yeah. said. And mm. I don't even know how long, but it's, it's really cool to, to be able to feel connected to the land. Mm. It's it, like a, yeah, it's like a feeling more than anything. It's like you get out there. It's like we took a, we took a boat ride up, a I guess down Eak Lake or Eak River from Eak Lake. And, um, I don't know. There's something like you're, you're out there and you know, we we're we're driving, taking the boat down the river and there's just like a big rock face. And it's like, I, I, I had already known, but it's like right there is like where EX used to battle Aleuts and they used to like fight them from coming up the river and like defend EAC Lake and, and everything that they had there. And it's like, just to be able to be there and feel that. And then if you go up into those trees, you can see like, um, culturally modified trees where instead of taking down the whole tree, they cut into these trees just to preserve the tree and just take the wood that they needed from inside of it. And it's like, huh. I don't know. It's crazy. It's like, it, it gives me these like weird, like buzz from like beneath my feet, you know, of sure. just like of being in these places where our people so intimately were that you can like see it. And Dude, that's yeah. crazy. Well, super I, crazy. I think the big part of that, like, we do have some heritage, but at the same time, it was elsewhere. While right. you guys' heritage is actually here, and right. you can right. walk the footsteps of of uh -huh. your ancestors. Yeah. And I, I said, I, I said it on stage at, at Salmon Fest. It was like we're all indigenous to somewhere, so like we right. should all just chill the fuck out and have a good time, you know? Like, Amen. Well, for, <laughs> for sure. And I mean, I, I I guess that's like the cool part because I, I love history. I love like looking back and seeing like what times were like differently for our ancestors and all that stuff. And so like most of your, your ancestry has been passed through word of mouth. And so I think that's the biggest thing that you guys are trying to working on getting this all documented because yeah. uh, so many civilizations just passed through stories through all through the mouth essentially. Right. Mm -hmm. And so it's like the only way to preserve that is by people remembering and telling somebody else and then that story getting past every generation and, and like that's so crazy that's how we did everything so for unique, well, right? yeah it's, it's crazy like what a what a concept and like to the, just carry on and that, that that's like almost a lot of people's jobs for their whole life is to remember like the 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 story of their people to pass on to the mm. next person right. and it's just like they wouldn't want to trust me okay because I'd mess <laughs> it up I'd mess up some stuff for sure but so how does that come into the music like uh, with with your ancestry and all that stuff like that has to bleed over into the rapping to some extent and so yeah. walk me through how that works i feel like it kind of naturally took course because it was almost at the same time as we were starting to rap yeah i feel like um at the same time we were really getting involved in the language lessons and trying to, to revitalize that um and it it wasn't even like anything intentional it just kind of flowed naturally i can't even i remember what the first one was it gnarly or yeah, the where we first started including um, Eak words in in the song, but it just like it, it made didn't even. Sense. It wasn't like I was yeah. it, like I wasn't like <laughs> making a point to. It was just like my brain went there with what <laughs> we were learning and stuff, <laughs> and it was like, and then like we're listening to it, it's like, oh shit, we've got like an Eak word in our song. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh shit, like I don't know. We've this last week too, just just meeting with folks and introducing ourselves and people hearing our stuff. Like, there's a couple linguists that we met, mm -hmm. and they seeing their reaction and how just like taken back in a positive way of just like shocked that like we've been able to do that. And there's like something out there that people can listen to that has like EAC words in it. Yeah. He was like, he was really taken back and it was like, I didn't know the gravity of the situation. Cause like feel like we're in it. Like you're, you don't, you right. don't know until somebody tells you or until you see some other point of view and that like, it was like a real, a real moment where it set in. It was like, Holy shit. Like 
we're we're doing something special here, yeah. which is nice. It feels uh-huh. good. Yeah, has the reception been pretty positive uh, with with the elders and different people with you guys using all sorts of language I love how yeah. crazy very much so no, yeah, and that's why I'm like really you have to look at it sick. yeah well uh, you, you have to take the positives right like it's getting spread out there exactly and yeah. that was one thing like I always wanted to make sure I was pronouncing things right uh-huh. and, like not yeah. you know disrespect anybody with the ideas or anything like that but it's been all positive feedback we even had shout out judy ramos she was in one of our uh, little blunt o'clock shirts that we had at, uh, at Cold <laughs> hell Day. yeah I swear to God. We're, we're in the morning we're making Judy. judy's rocking the blunt o'clock he's got, shirt. He's got a shirt i mean he's got a photo and there's like four people in the photo and they all have our blunt o'clock shirts on and we're just like at culture camp just like hanging out it's like 11 in the morning hell yeah judy yeah. but it's like yeah. i don't i don't think they like she cares what we have to say and stuff like that, but when it comes down to it, I swear to God, just looking at her in the in the crowd, she was just like saw like two EAC boys up there. Like right. you give a fuck really what we were saying, like in a positive way, not like a bad. Oh, way. Right, she right. was just yeah. like I fucking support what they have going on. Oh yeah, and nice. that's what it feels like, kind of in a broad scope of of our family and and friends and stuff like that, which is which is nice. That's kind of that gives me a fuzzy warming feeling for you guys because I feel like. I don't know. I mean, looking at your past um, and like going from like, you know, up on Hilltop and you're like riffing verses, you know, riffing bars. I feel weird even saying you bars. So I feel like white. I'm so fucking Steve is white, so white. Jeez. God. But like, you I'm were t- riffing try- your bars together. <laughs> I try to be so cool. It doesn't work. Uh, but then like, you know, doing the, doing the thing in open mic and then also like, now you're, in my opinion, and like from outside looking in, it's like you're doing so much more than just rap, right? You're like, you know, you're taking your culture and your heritage, but you're keeping it survived, like you're keeping it alive. Yeah. But also you're like taking it on yourself and I, I, some doing something, it's like super beautiful. But then also like the support that like even non-EX speakers are like, fuck yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, I think it's super fucking dope. And I don't know what you guys are saying, but I'm like, yes, I love this. Like, yeah. I think it, because it's so much bigger than just music, right? Mm-hmm. It's like something that you're connecting, but you're also connecting us to your ancestors and your culture and your heritage. And even though we don't know what you're saying, it's like, we're doing that through you. Right. I think that's really fucking cool. And so, it, and it's cool. In that sense, way, like you're, I appreciate that. Some people, yeah. you might not know, but it's like, you're going to, you might ask the question now. You might say like, yo, what's up with that? Who are you guys? Yeah. And it's just like, it's an in. Let's fucking go. Yeah. Check out my SoundCloud. Yeah. Grandpa G. Check out my SoundCloud. <laughs> yeah, my name's Grandpa G. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh well, so you guys are you you on tour um and you're being a nomad. What's kind of next? What do you, what are you guys looking for? What's the next thing that you the step? I think getting down not a, and not a pizza restaurant out of your house. <sighs> which man, I miss that pizza. I mean, that might be a step. Just for those people. Yeah, and that's, a, that's a definitely a brother business endeavor. I'd you know? say yeah, it might be a step. I'd, Dude, yeah, come uh, just for people, because this, B- 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 this is totally, I don't even know if Kyle knows this. This is totally like out of left field. Uh, you guys had a pizza business out of your house, right? It was me you and my did. wife, yeah. Yeah, and so it's called Three's Pizza. Yep. And I remember 
like cuz i you had to go pick it up and i remember Allie, your wife yeah. and uh, also my my wife loves Allie. she was like is Allie going to be there tonight and i was like no i think it's just the dudes like, i mean <laughs> she she might be there but uh she was like oh man well, make sure you say tell them to tell Allie i say what up and i was like okay we'll do that yeah, but anyway i remember Allie coming out with like two boxes of pizzas and we getting home we ate both pizzas in the same night their shit's so oh, yeah. fire Oh yeah, I know. I miss it's, it. You know, it's funny as I'm ashamed to say I haven't made a pizza at all this summer, but we're about to fire it up this week. Hell yeah, get it going again. Because nice. you guys have like a, don't you have like a freaking pizza oven? Yeah, we built a little DIY pizza oven in the Hell backyard. Yeah. It's it could use a little love, but it gets Man. the job done. This well, is a start. Yeah. We we want that stuff. That that should be like at your shows. Just like oh, hey, we've, like we've, we've talked about trying to work something out at Willow while with one of those like the dude. throw the dough. Nice, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I want in. I, I want to be there. Uh, okay, so uh, I hijacked that question. Um, what, what? So what is next? What are you guys looking forward to? I want to get down to lower 48 a little bit. Yeah, Hell that'd yeah. be like the goal. I mean, we're we're you know rolling with the punches, doing whatever, whatever's clever, whatever's coming up. But that will be the goal for sure. Yeah, as, the, as that steadiness increases, that's kind of the feeling of what we got to do next, and like. We're always going to do shows in Alaska and yeah. we fucking love it here, but we're just going to keep making nice music too. To, so. Yeah. I mean, of course, as a musician, you want to like get out there and like spread get the, the love. exposure. Right. And like yeah. play more because I mean, I'm sure you guys probably now have the bug. Like you, you want to fucking play yeah, and yeah. perform shit on stage. I know. Yeah. This last of people. year. Really? Hell yeah. I mean, we were getting comfortable at Coots like on stage and stuff. We're not even on stage, but just like with crowd presence and like stage right. presence and everything. But this last year touring, I feel like really like solidified that feeling on stage and like really being able to like create our own party on stage or our feeling own ambiance, you know, yeah. it's like, let's just, let's just run it. Let's have a ball. I don't give a fuck who's in the I crowd. Love that. It's more like a, it's more like an experience. Like, I feel like every show is different. Every place is different. Like the, the feel you get from whoever's looking at you or you see is different. And it's yep. like, what the fuck are we going to do with that tonight? It's yeah. like, it's so fun. Well, God damn it. I mean, like, and that's the thing too. Like, I mean, uh, like going back to what Kyle said earlier, like as musicians, we had like guitars and keyboards in front of us, but we also had like, you know, like we were really, like I didn't have to like look at people. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. the one thing, right? I can like look out to the crowd and you see like a sea of people or you see, you know, the five people, the, if your friends that came to see you. Yeah. Uh, but like, you know, I can just look down and, and play, but you guys are like, you know, you have to make eye contact, you have to make eye contact <laughs> because you got to connect with them. That's uh -huh. so much more intimidating to me. It's wild. Sometimes Dude, you meet folks is. and you just stare at them and they're staring at you. That's what it's like, I was. You know, I, would, I would wear yeah. sunglasses all the time. Sunglasses like, do help. Do you, do you guys yeah. pick out somebody in the crowd? Um, like generally on what's going on. No. Yeah. I, I might. I dance around or I just look to like the back. That's the one thing I try not to look yeah. down. Cause that's the one thing I notice I do like a lot is I just look down if I'm yeah. not really focused or something like that. So I try and look in the back and, it, and, back. and just that's quick, what I do. quick yeah. fire, like lyrics. How do you guys like just practice, practice, practice? Or like oh, when question. you're like hour and a half, like I always am like, Thank God I don't have to ever remember lyrics, but like oh, when you yeah. have an hour and a half set, that's how many songs for you guys generally? Upwards of like 25, 25. And in, I mean, like, how do you keep it straight? Like, is it just, what there's, do you do? How, shout out to Coots. There's a oh, yeah. lot of time ingrained. I feel like there's. Well, it's funny because we used to go, like, if we had a big show, like coming up on the weekend, we were either hitting a Monday or Tuesday at Coots and just and we just go through, practice. see how it felt on stage, see yeah. if like the ups and downs of the songs are kind of in the right order. Okay. Like yeah. That. But we've kind of got out of that 
And like even I mean, this tour's kept us so busy all summer that we didn't yeah. really need to practice. I know it's more like we need to, <laughs> I need five days to chill in between the weekends. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, Kyle, Kyle just asked that question, but now it got me another question. Is like, so I've never written rap li lyrics. What's your guys' process? And who's, who's is like, you know, like Flow I would imagine if me stuff. and Kyle wrote rap lyrics, which we never will, but like I'd <laughs> be like, yourself. all right, Kyle, <laughs> Kyle, I want to write a song about like mental health. And then we would, you know, does that kind of how it works? Lame. Like, not, that's what I, no. <laughs> not necessarily. Shut work. the fuck up. Boo. Yeah. Stronger. You suck. <laughs> that's the song title. Yeah. yeah. But it's, we're, I don't know. It's like more of like this kind of, sometimes we might have like an idea maybe for like a song, but it mainly comes into like when we're sitting down listening to beats and stuff, one of us will feel something mm. and then then we'll go from there and then it's like okay well is that like a hook or is that the start of your verse or like what are we going to do with that yeah. and it's like i feel like of late we've gotten a lot better at like just adding communication into creating music but we never had to like we we didn't have to be in the same room we didn't even have to like tell each other about the verse it's like i could just listen to one of his verses and be like oh i already know what i'm going to write about mm. Like, mm. and it was this mm. very Connection. fluid thing that now because we've had to like step into studios and like be with other folks and stuff like that where we've had to learn a little bit of like communicating right there in the moment or like trying yeah. to which is hard it was hard it's a little hard but it's like it feels good i feel like we're just adding things to the tool belt and just like I don't know. It's it's collaborative. Yeah. Exactly. Because like, yeah. Exactly. yeah, I think there's like maybe five songs total where it was like, this is the direction we're going to go on this song just before we even started writing it. Like everything else has just gone off. Whoever starts the song, they kind of set the the feeling or the vibe for the song. And then whoever finishes it just kind of follows that. And we have a nice little balance where we're constantly sending songs back and forth where I'll start one, he'll start one, just go from there. And then it's funny because there's always a couple where it's like, no, you just killed that. That's going to be its own exactly. song you by can, itself. You can tell. Like, you can... That's, it's your single. Like, oh. I'm not going to get on that track. Uh -huh. That's humbling. Yeah. It's Damn. cool. And it's, I don't know, it just feels normal. <laughs> Do you guys ever got to throw the honesty card out when some of the, the bars are a little sloppy. lacking? Sloppy. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Sloppy yeah. bars. So. Maybe some. Maybe I'll say something questionable. And she's like, are you sure you want to say that? <laughs> yeah. You so. know. <laughs> yeah, it's like, are you sure? <laughs> yeah. Book, yeah, I'm like, all right, let's, you know, let's okay. do it. Do the do the you do you, baby. <laughs> yeah, well, that's good. I mean, you got to have that kind of uh, somebody that kind of keeps you in flow. check, but also is like, trusts you that yeah. maybe that is going to be a banger, uh -huh. uh, yeah. whatever it is. You know, that's what yeah. I'm trying to tell you about my lines. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Trust yeah. me. Trust me. Just uh, I'll just be your DJ, dude. Perfect. I don't even know how to <laughs> DJ, but I'll just do it. Um, okay. <laughs> Perfect. Well, I mean, I think like I love what you guys are doing with your music and I love, you know, listening to you guys and like we talked about seeing you perform and I feel like just and then also like this is something we could talk about, too, is like your style. And I think everybody always is like, what's your voice, dude? Yeah. Like, what's your sound? Yeah. What's your sound? What do you rap like, about? Yeah. But like you guys have a unique different sound. Like where did that just come? Like basically did it come from just like spitting? Uh, man, here I go again. Uh -oh. I just can't Spit say fucking spit I can't <laughs> say it without sounding like a fucking <laughs> idiot. Anyway, but yeah, but like, you know, going up to Hilltop, but would just like kind of like you were just flowing. Yeah. Just like how you guys are. Yeah. Man, I'm jealous. Because there there was a time and I'll I'll fucking say it. It's embarrassing, but like I loved 
freestyling in my car by myself. So I'll go on Spotify and like find instrumental music. Yeah. And I will get into it a little bit. I never, I don't know if I've told many people that. Alicia, prepare for I'm going to be spitting. (laughs) (laughs) I could, I could see that. There's bars coming. I just got to do this. I just got to do this. Um, she, she, she actually, she, she can actually rap way more than I can and way better than I can. Um, all right. So when you guys aren't working on rap music, like, what are you guys doing? What's like, we'd love to say, like, what are you reading? What are you watching? What are you listening to? What's inspiring you? But also like after a night, you know, like when you want to tune down, tune out. Yeah. yeah. What are you tuning in to? Ooh, <laughs> I mean, whatever. You know, Ooh. Man, I just, not just off the dome right there. Um, I'm definitely tuning into the fucking bad friends podcast. Yeah. Oh yeah. Just behind that shit. I love uh, the podcast. Andrew, Santino, Andrew, Bobby, Andrew and Bobby. And yeah. Noah, I'm Bobby they're Bobby. fucking wild. <laughs> Jesse Johnson. Those <laughs> boys, man. Every time I see them on like TikTok or something, or like I listen to one of their podcasts, they're fucking wild boys, dude. <laughs> they're crazy. and I love. Them. Oh my I god, know. I laughed so hard. <laughs> I went. I went and watched them in Portland. Oh really? Uh huh. I went I was, watched them, and then we went and watched. Um, so the same night we maybe we went and watched Nick or Medium Build. Oh, oh nice. No, no uh, Nick and Medium Build. Fucking Nick and Medium. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that, that worked. Ashley, they that were, oh, they yeah. were playing <laughs> down in Portland when we first got there oh, nice. a couple months ago. So we went and watched them at like the old church. It's called, and it was so special in there. It was such a cool venue. It's like a, it's literally an old church. So you got pews still in there. Everybody just like sits in them. Oh nice. wow! And the acoustics in there are crazy. You don't need much. So like, it was, oh, it was super intimate. I love that. Mm-hmm. It was fun. So, uh, so bad friends for you. Then that's oh. kind of your your guilty pleasure. I'm a I'm a Channel Two news guy. You are come, Grandpa. Come Yo, ten o'clock. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> up, bro. Likes, yeah. You like to have a grasp like on what's stay going up, on. Yeah, up to date on current events. Weather, you know? Yeah. Like what's going what, on what in my city? Sports just happened. You know? Why saying? is that? But you just like uh, is I, honestly? I think it's from like consistency. Up, like, our mom and pops like we'd watch like Law and Order SVU, dun, dun, the dun, news, dun, dun, and then Seinfeld is on right after. Oh yeah, like religiously. Yeah. So like every night. So that's kind of just like the nice routine. It's like 10 o'clock at night. Put the news on. I know it's time for bed. Stop laughing at me, bro. <laughs> yeah, I'm just thinking in my head. Like, I'll, I'll go to show him like a Netflix show. He's like, yeah, I don't fucking like that. Yeah, Do they have the so news man. on Netflix? <laughs> yeah. True. But uh, yeah, that are like a like family guy or king of the hill to fall asleep. Oh, to family guy. Yeah, that was my go-to for years, dude. Yeah. Years. I think we actually just finished up last night. We got to like all the new stuff. I'm like, all right. I haven't even watched... Like I always go back and watch old stuff because I'm yeah. like I know what I'm gonna get right. into, and it's like it, fifteen. Same like why <laughs> people watch like The Office for Shut like up. years and years yeah, and years. I love that shit. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I do too. About. But like, I mean, me and my wife, we'll, we've watched it. You know, like uh, every season, like once a year for the last few yeah, years. Right. Go, it's just like yeah. it's comfortable. You get to season four or five, and then you start back over. That's my my thing with The Office. That's yeah, what I say. A little. Yeah. I mean, Will Ferrell's funny, but. Is he he's not office. office. Yeah, he's not office fun. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I love Will Ferrell. All right, but what do you, we all do? We never do this. Kyle, what are you reading, watching, or listening? Ooh. Oh boy. A lot of golf stuff right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Today. Yeah. And I, I'm still watching some uh refurbishing stuff when they take like old oh, yeah, guns. Still, yeah. Still on that? On YouTube and they oh my god, Hell they put yeah. it in the acids and stuff and they clean it all up like a old yeah. gun that they found. Yeah. Uh, we talk, we oh, talked about god. this. Roadshow. We talked about this <laughs> last what was it last week? Yeah, and I just can't get enough of it. And like his thing is that and then my thing was like anytime like a um someone who's making a, like a Chinese teapot like from clay yeah. and it's like 
just and then there's no music. It's just like the sounds of them. ASMR. ASMR. <laughs> I'm like, I oh, will just watch that shit. It's so soothing. Like I'm, I am into that shit. Um, Damn. Yeah, I that's love pretty, it. That's neat. It is. It's really cool. And then you <laughs> see like this fucking beautiful ass teapot afterwards. But yeah, he's in a refurbished stuff. Those are very. I was gonna neat. say that should go well <laughs> yeah. with his rapping. Yeah, maybe you could work that in. There. Making a teapot. Yeah. Open up a teapot. Yeah, yeah. Mars, I like, Mars I'm a little teapot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Street cred. I, is, I just uh, finished. I finally finished uh, Rick Rubin's The Creative Act. Have you guys been into this? Uh-uh. Do you know who What's Rick Rubin on? is? Yeah, I do. Is that, that a, is that a new? It, it's a book. book. It's oh. a book. It's just a beautiful. It's like it now. I'm What's saying it, it's like my. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't I see that on Netflix. Can I watch it? Yeah. <laughs> it's on channel channel two. Uh, no, it's a, it's like it's a thick book, but it's barely like I don't know. There's like just pages with like poems on it or something like that, yeah. or just like a little advice. Bite but size. it's basically like Rick Rubin's advice that he's learned through working with artists and like trying to harness their potential and like bring out like something amazing in them and yeah. put it into music awesome. and like how he does that. And Damn. so it's, it's like, I just finished it. I'm going to probably start rereading it again. <laughs> Cause there was this one thing where he says, he's like right in the beginning in the first few and there's no chapters. It's just like thoughts on stuff. Right. It's very like, you know, stream of consciousness. But there's like this one thing where he said, like, if you get a good idea, and I can't do a Rick Rubin voice. I wish I could. Yeah. But if you get a good idea, he's like, if you don't act on that, that idea is going to go away and, and find itself through someone else. And then so it's like, damn, if that doesn't like fire under your <laughs> right. ass, I don't know yeah. what will. I'm like, okay. So, I mean, it's just like filled with that stuff. I just finished that yesterday and I was like, I got to reread this. Um, and then, yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, I haven't been reading a whole lot, to be honest. <laughs> that's uh, okay. That's you know, all right. That's my bad. It's been golfing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, golfing it takes up a lot of time. It is summer. So, man. yeah. Uh, well, boys, where can people find you? Where can they find your music um, and social medias and stuff? Uh, we're on iTunes, Spotify, Tidal, Amazon. YouTube. You're on Tidal? Anything. You, so. anything Deezer. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Deezer, too. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We're doing uh, Napster. Is distro, it legal now? Are you doing Distro <laughs> Kid? <laughs> Fuck uh, it. Nah, we, we should don't. be, though. We're on TuneCore. It kind of uh, sucks. See, my, my old stuff Damn, is on TuneCore. I moved to Distro Kid. Yeah, I remember that one. Making yeah. a switch, bro. Yeah, yeah we're going to make the switch. We talked to some <laughs> buddies and Distro that's Kid. Enough. That's the one. Yeah. 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 It really yep, is. Super uh, easy. I know. My, my band, we've been using CD Baby. <sighs> I've heard and of that. It, yeah, it's like old school, <laughs> but it's like every Bandcamp. any all the free features at DistroKid, and this I'm sorry for everybody listening, but like all the free features, DistroKid, <laughs> 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 fucking leave it all. All right, <laughs> we're finishing it. Or like you have to pay like fifteen dollars or like ten dollars a month to get something free at DistroKid. So anyway, uh, recommend it. But yeah, so brother Buffalo and then Instagram brother uh, underscore Buffalo. And Zerd. are you guys on TikTok? Um, we are. Yeah. You can find us. We have one on there. There's one video. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Snotty Nose Res Kids, we're coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> we just want a feature from their fucking asses. That's about it. <laughs> well, damn. I don't know if we can make that happen. I wish we could. Uh, but boys, thank you for yeah, coming thank on. Thank you so much. We appreciate, appreciate you yeah, guys well, taking the time. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having us. Oh, absolutely. Cool. Uh, we're stoked to see what you guys are doing and what you have done, but then also where you are going. Uh, I think it's super important what you guys are doing, but also I think it's fun, fucking fun to watch you guys. And so thanks for giving us entertainment, but also helping us 
get fixed. Yeah, and I mean, honestly, look out for the collab because I'm sending you guys some stuff. Send you you already gave course. us your email yeah. address. Yeah. Parents, I forget you guys' names. Do you are you listening still? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, I bet, dude. I, my dad and mom, they both listen. He's gonna religiously. Be like, what? He's talking about CD baby over here. I fell asleep. Turn that off. Shit, shit. Oh man. Well, thank you, boys. We appreciate you. Appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. Thanks for tuning in. Kyle and Steven will be back with a new episode next week. In the meantime, check out GoFixYourselfPodcast.com. And remember to always go fix yourself.